Turn to Psalms chapter 44. Psalms chapter 44. Amen. Say amen when you're ready. Amen. We, we got to bring our Bibles to church. Amen. Good old book. Amen. amen. We have heard with our ears, O oh God. Our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days and in times of old. How thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand and plantest them, and how thou didst afflict the people and cast them out. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but by the right hand and thine arm and the light of thy countenance, because thou hast favored unto them. Amen. If we can put down our Bibles. Let's lift up our voice and let's pray. Let's ask the Holy Ghost just to help us in the next little while. Lord, we love you, Jesus. We magnify you, God. We lift up your name. Lord, we glorify you, Jesus. We magnify you, God. Lord, we glorify you, Jesus. We magnify you, God. Lord, we glorify 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 you, God. Clear your heart of anything, clear your mind of anything. I want to worship God today. Come on, that's it. part of the church is uh, one of the most beautiful uh, things ever. Amen. 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 Uh, when you become a part of the church, uh, you are not just becoming part of a social club. Amen. Right. Uh, but you are stepping into the body of Christ. Um, when you step inside the church of the living God, um, now you are not only just making a step into a new direction. Yeah. Uh, when you have repented of your sins and you've been baptized in Jesus' name and you've received the gift of the Holy Ghost, it's not merely just an experience, but you are stepping into the place of where God rightfully intended you to be. Amen. 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 When God puts you in this place, in this house, um, inside of this church, God knew exactly what he was doing. Amen. When that person knocked on your door, that person handed you a one a day or, or somebody ran and you ran into them and uh, you, you made a connect and they wanted you to come to church and you came to the house of God. It was not by mistake. Amen. Um, everything that you experience in your life, it is ordered by the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, it's not by accident that we're here today. Uh, it's, it's divinely of God that we be in the house of God. Yes. Uh, God knows every step that we take, every place that we're at. God knows every prayer that we've ever extended to him. He knows um, every cry that we've ever shed before him. Amen. And when you come inside of the church, there is purpose, there is uh, destiny, there is identity that God has for his people. Yeah. Amen. It's essential that you obey the gospel. The gospel is not simply just a man's religion, uh, but the gospel is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. We identify with that. You know, I ran in contact with a, uh, with a Jehovah's Witness the other day, and it was a very sweet lady, and she... Uh, begin to uh, try to persuade me uh, <clears throat> to to believe that that there was not just one God. That Jesus was <clears throat> not God alone, but Jesus was His own separate person. Amen. And um, she began to uh, try to talk to me about salvation and about the Word of God, and she was well, well versed in in her mind, but. I let her go on, and I was very respectful, and I was very kind to listen. 
uh, to what she was saying. But um, at the end of it all, she went on to talk about many different things. And I said, what does it truly take to be saved? Amen. And she could not answer that question. Well, you, you got to do this. And do. But there was no clear cut where she can go to scripture and, and, and realize and say, well, you know what? This is what Jesus said to Nicodemus here. And, and this is what Peter preached in, in Acts chapter 2. It was very blurry. It wasn't clear. Uh, what we have here today is special. When we, when we obey the gospel of Jesus Christ and we identify with God with his word and being obedient to his word because we recognize that that's what faith is. Faith is being obedient to the word of God and, and taking the word of God and applying it to our lives. Amen. 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 And that's how you get inside of the church. Uh, many people are, 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 are part of a, a, a big global, what they they labeled the stamp Christianity. We, we're, we're Christians. We're, we're children of God. But how do you truly become a Christian? Now, I know that I'm talking to people here today that many of you understand that you understand the gospel. You understand uh, the good news of being a part of the church and, and being obedient to the word of God. But sometimes it takes just a little bit of a reminder that everything that we do is built off a rock and foundation. Everything that we do here when we worship God, when we sing songs, when the preacher gets up and preaches, it's, it's based upon the blueprint of heaven. It's based upon that promise that God has given us. It's based upon the word of God. Amen. We don't just come here merely just to be a part of a, a, a social club, but we recognize and we've had more than more than an experience uh, than when we received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. That's why if you don't have the Holy Ghost today, it is essential that you get the Holy Ghost. Yeah. It's not just merely an experience where you, you feel goosebumps and you feel God all over you. No, but when you experience the gift of the Holy Ghost, it is essential for salvation. When you're baptized in Jesus' name, it is essential for salvation. You're not just following just what your, what your pastor is preaching, but he is preaching what the Bible preaches. And when you obey the word of God, you are stepping into the promise and the blessing that God has for you. Amen. 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 Don't let anybody ever tell you that salvation and being obedient to the word of God is not essential. Yeah. Amen. What we do here today, uh, we are apostolic Pentecostals. Uh, we believe the word of God. Uh, we obey the word of God and we apply it to our lives. Uh, that's why we sing songs uh, that may sound crazy to other people. Uh, that's why we have the beat going and we're jumping uh, and we're shouting and rejoicing uh, because we've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Uh, he's died for our sins. Uh, he's paid the price. Uh, if I can get excited about many things in life, why can't I get excited in the church? Why can't I get excited about the things of God when I have a Savior who's died for me? Amen. Living for God is the very best life. Living for God is the very best thing that's ever happened to you. When you stepped inside of the church, it was the best thing. It was the place of blessing. It was the place of favor. Amen. What you're doing here, you're not just checking out off your Sunday list today, but you are engaging with your master. You are engaging with your creator. You are engaging with your king and savior. Amen. When somebody says that church is born, well, man, I got to say, you must be born because church is not born. When, when, when I come to the house of God, I'm excited to be in the house of God. When I come to church, I to be in the church yeah. uh, because you know what I could be out in the world uh, but when I step into this place uh, I realize how good God's really yeah. been I realize how faithful God's been I'd rather be in this place than out there in the world uh, out there in the field uh, 
I'd rather be in the house of God. I'd rather be inside of the church. Amen. Amen. You need to tell the devil that he's a liar. Don't let him cheat you of your blessing today. Amen. Don't let the adversary cheat you. You know what? The adversary is working very hard to cause confusion in the lives of people. He's working very hard to get people distracted in the end times, in the day and age that we live in. We must recognize that Jesus is coming back soon. And he's coming for, for, a, for a bride that's spotless. For a bride that's waiting for him and ready for him. But the adversary would love for us to get caught up in trivial things. Get caught up in things of bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment. And to get caught up in all kind of things distracting us from the church. But you got, you know what, sometimes you got to turn on your spiritual antenna. Yeah. Amen. And you know what? You got to look up and you got to recognize. You know what? Why am I thinking these thoughts? Why is this going in my mind? Why am I thinking this? Why all of a sudden I'm discouraged and, and, I'm, and, and I'm, it's a battle after battle and, I, and I'm going through it and I'm facing it. I don't feel like coming to church and I don't feel like coming to the house of God. And when you start to feel that way, you know what? You need to pull out the word of God and, and you need to remember the promises of God and the things that God has spoken to our lives and, and the promises that he's given us being a part of the church. Because the adversary wants to cheat you and deceive you. Yeah. But you know what? We're not going to let the adversary deceive us uh, because we recognize and know uh, if God's been faithful before, uh, God will be faithful again. Uh, if God answered a prayer before, uh, He'll answer this prayer now. There's nothing like being a part of the church of the living God. That's right. There's nothing like being a part of the body of Christ because the body of Christ each has a part. You may be the big toe, but you're important. Amen. And you may be the strong right arm, but you're important. Each and every person has a place in the body of Christ. Amen. Each and every believer has a, a, a place in serving in God's kingdom. You're not here by mistake. You're not here by accident. God hasn't forgot about you. God, God has not has not forgot where you're at today. I don't know why I feel to tell somebody that. God knows exactly where you're at. God knows the prayers that you have prayed. And you are inside of covenant with him. You're in the body of Christ. He knows where you are. What I'm preaching to you today is I'm preaching this because I, I felt the Lord impress some things upon me um, that I feel like God is leading this church and is going to help this church and not only just help this church but help you collectively and individually and as you are blessed and your things are poured out in your life. Uh, God's going to position the church to be blessed uh, because the reality is that we're blessed to be a blessing. Right. Amen. 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 We're not merely existing. Amen. We didn't just evolve here, but we were created by his workmanship. We were created by Jesus Christ. We were formed in his image and in his likeness. Therefore, when we step inside of the body, we begin to reflect that very image of Christ. Uh, that which is in the heavenly, we begin to uh, reflect that in the earthy. That very thing that's in the invisible. When yeah. we obey the word of God, when we step in alignment to what God has for us, uh, we become the working members. Yes. Amen. Amen. To God's vision. Yes. We must realize that God does not operate on our understanding or our terms or our our way of doing things. But God operates solely in His ways. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. He said, uh, my, my ways are not your ways. Yeah. But we're not going to understand everything that God does. But God does it according to His plan, according to His purpose yeah. and what He has. Right. Amen. Right. We'll look at our scripture text today and we'll see that 
The children of Israel, they are discussing how they have heard of their fathers and the things that God had previously done for them. They're acknowledging the things that God has done, His faithfulness, how He has taken care of the enemy, the adversary. They're acknowledging how He drove out the enemy and that God was there for them and that they possess the land of promise. Um, not by their own way. It was not by their own sword. Neither did their own arm save them, but by the right hand and thine arm. When things happen in our life, we can't force things to happen. We can't force doors to open up in our life. But we have to trust God that God's going to open the door. Amen. We can't merely just open it up and push it and say, this is where I'm going. But we can have enough faith and trust and say, you know what, God? I'm putting all my eggs in a basket. God, I'm putting everything towards you, God. I'm giving everything for you. Amen. You can't take matters in your own hands in reference to your life and where God's leading you and what God wants to do in your life. But you have to trust in the Lord. You have to put all of your trust in Him. You have to say, you know what, God, I'm giving you everything. I know what it looks like right here to the left and to the right. But God, my trust is in you. I'm not going to take matters in my own hands. I know that I've experienced this. I'm going through this, God. But I'm not going to force this, God. I'm not going to try to take matters in my own hand. God, I'm going to be obedient to your word. I'm going to be obedient to the man of God. I'm going to do what's being preached across the pulpit. I'm going to obey you, God. Does anybody believe that this morning? We have to remember that God is not merely leaving us. We are not working alone. Right. Yeah. Amen. When we step into the body of Christ, we're not working alone. God doesn't put us over there in this island and say, you know what? You've stepped into the church. Now go figure it out. No, but we come together. Amen. And the body of Christ unifies. And the body of Christ is linked together. And it's and it's pulled together to work for the same purpose and the same vision and in the same goals. But we yes. have to trust in God. Yes. Amen. We can't live just any way that we want to. But we have to step into our alignment to the word of God and the things that God has spoken to us. Yes. Amen. Amen. It, it's so easy to, you know what, I, I, I got here by myself and. Um, all of a sudden, the spirit of un un unthankfulness. We're not thankful for where God has brought us from, and where God is, uh, where this point where God has positioned us in this church, and, and what God's done in our life. And, and you know what? We we were out there sinning. We were out there doing all kinds of things, living living a certain way. But by the grace of God, by God's favor, He took care of us. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And when we thought we were going to lose our mind. And, when we thought all hope was lost, the Holy Ghost came in and he helped and he delivered us. It wasn't by our hand. It wasn't by our might. It wasn't by our power. But it was by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's never by our might. It's by the Holy Ghost. Amen. You got to remember that by everything we do, it's by the Holy Ghost. It's by prayer. It's by fasting. It's by faithfulness to God. It's by praying in the Holy Ghost. It's by reaching out. That, that needs to be the thing. It's by the Holy Ghost. It's not by our power. It's not by our might. It's by the Holy Ghost. Amen. What we're doing is by God alone. And it's not in our own might. It's not in our own trust or our own strength. But it's putting everything into Jesus and saying, God, I'm trusting you for my future. I'm trusting you, God, for what you told us. I'm trusting you, God, for every prayer, for every promise, for everything. I'm trusting you. I'm not putting my trust 
Because you know what? If we'll look back at Scripture, we'll find that the children of Israel are constantly forgetting about God's faithfulness. They're constantly forgetting about what God did. And so God would relieve a little bit of pressure and God would touch them and God would, would favor them and bless them. And then they find themselves right back in the same position, in the same place. Forgetting about what God has done. You know, everything that we experience a part of being in the church, it's not just for those, our elders and those past and those going on. See, the children of Israel were looking back and they were looking at what had already been done. They weren't looking forward. They were stuck in affliction. They said, you know what? God, I know that you can do this. and I know that you've done this before. I remember hearing of our fathers and, and recognizing, you know what? God, it wasn't by, it wasn't by their hand. They, they didn't deliver themselves out of Egypt. It was by the mighty hand of God. Because when we walk in alignment with God and in the word of God, we obey the gospel, we obey God's word. There is the right hand of God begins to reach and work with us. God's hand begins to ex extend out and, and push and fight for us in places that we didn't even know that we could have victory in that God begins to work on our behalf and all of a sudden we feel this favor, we feel this 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 blessing. All of a sudden God's God's moving and working in our life in ways that we didn't even imagine, ways that we didn't even expect. But all of a sudden there's something that's just behind us and, and it's going forward and, and God's pushing us and He's helping us and, and He's strengthening us. He's pouring out blessing and He's favoring us. That's the favor of God. Amen. That's the favor of God. Yes, it's, it's not because you've just been good enough. It's not just because uh, you've been just, just faithful enough. Uh, no, it's because you've been obedient to the word of God. And it's God's favor. Because God's favor works in places uh, that we cannot work alone. Yeah. Amen. 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 God takes just a little bit of what we have. And God says, you know what? I'm going to push that and I'm going to multiply what you have. And I'm going to take the very little bit of the little bit of fishes and loaves that you have, and I'm going to multiply it. That's all you got. That's all you can give me. God's going to take everything that you just have, just a little bit of it, and God's going to multiply it. Amen. He's going to take just what you offer up. Well, well, God, I'm not talented enough. God, I don't have enough. I tell you that God's going to give you everything that you need. Well, how am I going to do this? Don't worry about how you're going to do this. Well, God, how am I going to take care of this financially? I want to pay my tithes. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Pay your tithes. God will take care of everything else. Well, you be faithful to God. I, I Tell you, God will be faithful to you. Yeah. When you do the will of God, God will be faithful to you. Yeah. Amen. We can't take matters in our own hands. We don't, we don't have time for reason. We can't reason with just the issues of life. You know, many people will sit around uh, Trying to reason about problems and reason about things that are going on in this present world. And if you don't have a spiritual encounter, your vision will be so blurred and murky by everything that's going on around us. Instead of keeping that spiritual vision and getting inside of the book and seeing and seeing what God has said and seeing what he's going to do and how he's going to be faithful. you got to get into the word of God and let that be your guide. And let that be the very thing that leads you because God's trying to come alongside you and work with you. Yeah. Right. Amen. 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 And I feel like God is getting ready and he's already doing it. We're seeing it happen. I had no idea about the extension of with the building. Amen. And that's that's such an exciting thing. And that's yeah. showing that that's harvest. And that's revival. And God's working and moving. Amen. But God's getting ready to continue to work in this church. Yes. To a level in place. That you're going to look up and say, how did we get here? How did we do it? What happened? We didn't do it by our own might. We didn't do it by our own power. But it was by the power of the Holy Ghost. It wasn't by our own power, but it was by the hand of God reaching. 
bow. Neither shall my sword save me. I'm not putting my trust in earthen riches, but I'm putting my trust in the Lord. I'm putting my trust in the Holy Ghost. I, I, you know what? You got to get behind the vision. You got to get behind what the man of God is preaching. And you got to put it into action. You got to be the hands and the feet to the vision. And you got to work on it. And you got to push it. Amen. I don't know why I feel that so strongly in the Holy Ghost. So you have to become the moving members to the vision. You have to be the hands and the feet of the vision. When the man of God gets up here and preaches, he's not just preaching hype or hyperbole, but he is preaching the very thing that God has shown him in prayer. He's preaching the vision of heaven. He's preaching the spiritual blueprint that God has for this church and for this city. And when that happens, you got to cleave to the word of God and you got to latch on to that vision. I'm telling you, I feel that so strongly in the Holy Ghost. Nobody told me to preach that today. I'm telling you what I feel. You got to latch on to that today. You got to say if anything's going to happen in this church, it's going to be because I'm a part of it. It's going to go forward because I'm working in it. I'm doing the will of God. I'm doing what God has called me to do. It doesn't matter if you're an usher. You know what? I'm going to be that usher with a big smile. I'm going to greet everybody. I'm going to open up that door because I found my place in the kingdom. Whether I'm leading songs, whether I'm playing the drums, whatever I'm doing, if I'm playing the keys, I'm doing my part and part of the kingdom of God. The vision of God is bigger than us. Amen. The vision of God uh, is bigger than us. Uh, the vision of God is far larger than we can imagine. Uh, when we step into this, uh, we have to work and move to fulfill what God has promised. Amen. Amen. We have to position ourselves to be that blessing that pours out and works under leadership and works in what God has called us to do. We have to put all of our strength in God and recognize that God, I am trusting for what you're going to do in this church. God, I'm trusting for what you're going to do in my life. God, I know that you sent me to this place. So God, I'm going to be obedient to what's being preached to me. God, I'm going to fall in line with the word of God. I'm not going to buck your word, God. I'm not going to fight against you. God, if you told me to do it, God, I'm going to be obedient to your word. God, if you called me to be faithful, God, I'm going to be faithful. God, if you called me to serve, God, I'm going to serve. Come on, we're talking about revival. We're talking about growth in this church. We're talking about the Holy Ghost taking us forward. It'll be when you really start praying, when you really start seeking God, saying, you know what, God, I'm not satisfied. You know, one of my prayers of 2018 was, God, I'm not satisfied with staying in the same place that I've been all my life. I'm ready to go forward in you, God. I don't care if it takes me missing a meal. I don't care if it takes me having to fast and pray. I want more of God in my church. I want more of God in my city. I want more of God in my life and my family. That's the hunger we got to get. It says, I want more of you, God. I'm not satisfied with just going through the motions of church, God. But I want a divine empowerment with you. I want a true apostolic experience, God. 
I want to get back to what they what they saw in the book of Acts. Uh, I want to see people healed. Uh, I want to see the miraculous happen. Uh, I don't want to just hear about it overseas, uh, but I want to see a lot healed uh, before our eyes. Uh, that's the place that God is calling to us. To the new and be truly at the start. Being apostolic Pentecostals is not merely just doing what it takes to get in. Amen. But it's taking everything that God's giving us and in return becoming disciples and discipling other folks. Getting to the place that we begin to walk in the Holy Ghost and we begin to walk in our rightful purpose and identity. That we begin to latch on to bring other people inside of the house of God. And we include them in what's going on. But we become a conduit of what God is trying to do. That we begin begin to be a vessel that's walking in the Holy Ghost. That's walking in power. That's walking in anointing. There's not just anointing that's on this platform and behind this pulpit. But there's anointing out there. There's anointing out on the church that has a role and responsibility that when you get anointed, that's when we really have revival. The preacher can preach and be anointed all day. But when you catch that same anointing and you say, you know what? I'll be whatever I need to be for you, God. I'll serve and I'll work.
you go to that place in the Holy Ghost this morning? Come on, why don't you step into that place? Come on, if you need the Holy Ghost today, you can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost today. Come on, if you need to be baptized, you can be baptized in the only saving name of Jesus Christ. Come on, it's a gift, a gift of the Holy Ghost. Come on, you can step in alignment and step in your promise and step in your blessing this morning.